Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Tuesday, November 30, 2021. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Happy last day. Of November, belated happy Thanksgiving, if you celebrate that. Man, tomorrow is the day, friends. I told you guys last week that I would dedicate this whole, not whole episode, but most of this episode to thanking and reliving the memories of my time at Monster RX 93.1. So if it's your first time listening, you might not be, it might not be relatable, you know, if you don't know, if you don't follow me from radio and whatnot, but uh, to everyone who has been listening, I assume a lot of you found me through listening to RX, so maybe you'll 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 enjoy the stories that I have to tell today. But um, before I do that, also shout out: we reached forty seven thousand all time listens on this podcast. When did I start this podcast? Twenty? I don't even know. Twenty eighteen? Let me let me see. Published twenty? Oh, twenty nineteen in August. So it's been two years. I've been recording this shit for two years, bro. That's wild. All right, man. It's going to be a, a trip down memory lane. So I already shared a lot of it on, or no, not a lot. I shared uh, my origin story on Hala Hala Show, right? So if you want to go find out how I actually got the job, uh, go listen to the most recent mix of Hala Hala Show. But let me just tell you about when I got in. So when I got in, uh, the first thing they, they, the first place they put me was 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I was trained by Dr. Love, DJ Tom Alvarez, who's still at the Monster right now, but he's not on air anymore. He's our head of production now. And he he had, I think he really taught me that you just have to do it by yourself. <laughs> like, he, he showed me the basics, like how to put in songs, uh, how to turn on the mic and whatnot. But after that, literally, he for like 10 minutes, 20 minutes... And then he let me do it. <laughs> he didn't sit next to me. He didn't hold my hand, you know, figuratively or literally, right? Um, and he would only come in if he heard me do something wrong, which I think is like such a fantastic thing because, A, they put you 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. because there are a lot of people listening, especially call center people. But, you know, it's not like the the, the driving crowd is all up and awake and listening. So... If you mess up, it's not the biggest thing in the world. So, you know, I messed up a lot of times. Like, sometimes I would leave my mic on. Sometimes I would forget to turn on my mic. Sometimes I would go over the intro of the song when, I, when I'm talking. Sometimes I would use a lot of filler words. And he would come in, like, once in a while, uh, but not very often. And I like to think that from him, I learned how – that's how I teach, like, the student jocks. <laughs> or whenever I would train someone, like, the DJs – I trained DJs, too. Like, the DJs that came after me, uh, I, I trained them as well. Not, not, not as often because I, I wasn't more, I wasn't 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. anymore. But, you know, in the rare occasion that I would, you know, get to sit down with them, I would, I would teach them how to board. So shout out to Dr. Love Tom Alvarez. I did the 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. shift, uh, called the morning after for nine months, if I'm not mistaken, uh, from 2016, October until I think, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, June 
of 2017. Uh, and then I won the Mix VJ search. And after that, I guess they used that as leverage to promote me. They're like, oh, you know, JC's also Mix VJ, but now he's on, uh, he's on good vibes with Alvin. And I did that show from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., which was a little bit of a strain because my mix tapings, I had to schedule my tapings like in the afternoon and I had to take the MRT. Cause wala pa yung koche, wala pa yung koche I didn't have a car yet. So I would take the MRT every my taping days were Monday and like Thursday. So after my 4 p.m. shift with Alvin, I would go to ABS. But that's beside the point. So 1 to 4 p.m. I was with Alvin for I don't even remember when was Alvin's last day. It's kind of a blur of when people leave, but I just know that it was a you know it was a good amount of time, Alvin and I. And we even we no no, we weren't together when we went to Singapore. Like we weren't I don't think we were partners anymore. But so with Alvin, shout out to my man Alvin, 1 to 4 p.m. That's where I first boarded with a partner. And at first it was weird because I didn't know how to do it. I was I was so used to doing it on my own, talking to myself. And I was so nervous. I remember the first day with Alvin when I was on board, I played the same song back to back twice. Like I accidentally cued it twice. I was so nervous because I never had like this was like drive time. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, there's a lot more people listening to me now. And it was it was it was nerve wracking at first, and then it became just a natural partnership. And Alvin became became one of my really good friends, you know. And the thing about partnerships in radio, it extends beyond just professional. I'd like to think uh, at least all of my partners in radio have now become my really good friends, you know. Even though we're not partners any longer, they that's I think the beauty of it of of, of working at radio. Because you really develop bond. Because you can't be partners with each other if you don't develop some sort of connection, some sort of a uh, bond or camaraderie. And what I liked about Alvin is that he was, you know, we liked the same shit. We loved the same stuff. You know, he was into, uh, you know, all the shows. Except for he liked Game of Thrones. I don't like Game of Thrones. But, you know, we would talk about the same shit, uh, the shows that we watched, the movies that we watched. And we had this hustle. We had this hustle. I'm not going to tell you what it was. But we were getting free coffee through this hustle. <laughs> so we enjoyed the grind of doing that. Like we enjoyed saving money. We enjoyed not spending money. We enjoyed tech because Alvin worked for, uh, I think Yuga Tech for a little bit, or must I? He worked for. Oh no, no, he worked for Tech Gadget uh, for a little bit, and he would always, um, you know, talk to me about tech. And I actually gave him my. I had a Motorola smartwatch that I never use. I, I let him borrow it. And then eventually I was like, yeah, you can just have it. <laughs> and then we went to Singapore together in 2017 or 2018. I forget when it was to interview Jason Raz. That for me is, is top, top experience. Like in, out of my experiences in, in RX, it's probably number one because a, I got to go to Singapore. B, they gave us money, not us, but the record, the record, the recording company gave us, you know, spending money. And I got to meet Jason Mraz. And for me, that is such a, because I love Jason Mraz because I've interviewed a lot of artists who, you know, I enjoy their music, but I don't, I don't like, I'm not necessarily like, Oh, I love them or, or like, Oh, when their concerts happen, Oh, cool. They have a concert, but I wouldn't buy tickets. But if Jason Mraz came into town, I would look into buying tickets because I love Jason Mraz. I used to listen to him going to school on the train on my PSP. Imagine that I had a PSP before and I had Jason Raz music on it. And then I had an iPod like generation two. I love the iPod generation three with the one with the four buttons. I think it's generation three. I had, I had Jason Raz on that. That's how much I love. I love 
Jason Mraz, man. I used to watch his videos on MTV in Japan, MTV Japan, The Remedy. The first video, it was always topping like number one when I was watching it. Uh, but you and I, that song, you and I both, such a great song. And I got to interview Jason Mraz. Unfortunately, though, and this was so, this was the only weird part of me. They sent us there, but the concert had already happened. So they sent us there just for press. So was, I was kind of bummed because I didn't get to see Jason Mraz in concert, but I got to meet him and I got to talk to him. I got to film a short video where he says my name. And it, it's for me, it's a memory that I will never forget. And there in, in Singapore, Great stories there with Alvin. Like we, we were, Alvin and I, like I told you, we like to save money. You know, we walked everywhere as in we did not take, we took the cab. I think like with, when we had the recording people with us, we took the cab because they paid for it, but we literally walked for hours just going places to just look around. And, and we didn't want to take the, we didn't even take the train. Like we didn't take the train once. <laughs> we walked, bro, all around Singapore. Uh, Robbie Domingo was there too. Like, uh, we got to hang out with him for a little bit and I knew him from Mix as well. So it was cool, man. Like, Singapore is, is top of my list of experiences. And yeah, boarding with Alvin was, was really a delight through and through until, uh, until we got separated. Yeah, we got split. Alvin and I got split because Jay left. So when Jay left, a uh, shout out to my boy Jay, who was partners with Lexi on the daily survey. Uh, Jay was the fastest speaking person I'd ever met in RX, and I was so impressed with his time checks. He'd go, "Hey, check it out! Time is now. One minute. Time is now. And the song is brought to you by." Like he was so fun. It was so funny. <laughs> um, and Jay was the first experience of loss at RX for me. Loss meaning someone leaving, because at that time, you know, the 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 roster was stable. You know, you know, probably like a year and so where not, there were no changes, and then all of a sudden, Jay dropped this bomb that he was leaving. And I was like, oh, man, I was really sad, bro. So when Jay left uh, to go, you know, pursue other things in life, I got put to the 4 to 7 p.m. show with my longest partner. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Alvin and I were partners for a while, but I became partners with Lexi for multiple years. So Lexi and I became really close, did the daily survey. You know, and, and Lexi, at first, I was so terrified of. Cause she, she looks like a bitch, bro. <laughs> I remember every time we talk about it, I, I always ask the student jocks, like, hey, who are the, stu- the student jocks? Who, who's the scariest DJ? And they would always say Lexi. Cause Lexi has an RBF, man. She's got a resting biatch face. And only until you break down those walls, you realize she's like, she's like a softy, man. <laughs> Oh man, but, but yeah, with Lexi, I, it was a different dynamic. Lexi liked anime. Anna, Alvin didn't like anime, but I enjoyed anime, but Lexi's super into anime. She's super into K drama. She, she got me into, like, she's the one that first turned me on to BTS. Like, she's huge on, uh, on K pop. She loves that shit. Um, so with, with Lexi, it was, well, A was my, like, a female partner. I don't know if that matters, but it was different, like, cause, you know, you, you talk about, you kind of have that dynamic working. Cause when it was two guys, you know, it's like, hey, bro. Yeah, bro. I love this, bro. But with Lexi, it's like, you know, it's different. It was different. Um, and we got along really well. It, it took a while to, to, to drive because she was so used to Jay and Jay is her best friend, like, IRL best friend. Like, they, they, they were best friends. Uh, I think even, well, no, I think they became best friends while working. But, you know, so it was it was a, a different dynamic. I wouldn't say completely dynamic, uh, different, because I think Jay and I were pretty similar. But with Lexi, 
yeah, I had to kind of learn how to do other things with her because she's very uh, meticulous. At least at first, huh? I, I think she was kind of like assessing me. But then I got more relaxed, and then and then I would just joke around with her. And then we had some really like funny like stuff that happened on air, and of course off air. Uh, you know, we would always kick it in the booth for hours. Like we would be there. Lexi and I we were always there hours before work sometimes, just because because Lexi she she would grab or Uber at the time. I think Uber was still alive. Um, but she would she would take that to work almost every day. So she would take the cheaper, you know, when there's no surge. So she would come earlier because at 4 p.m., but in a rush hour. So she would come earlier. And I would always come earlier because I simply just, well, A, I wanted to mooch off the Wi-Fi and the Internet. But I just enjoyed being at the station. And I liked seeing the staff there, who I'll shout out in a bit as well. But, yeah, with Lexi, it was it was incredible as well and then Lexi left right to go to Q Radio <laughs> no I'm really happy for her she's the boss now at Q Radio and you know and they're doing really great so uh you know I was, I was happy that she she took this opportunity because she you know she really wanted to to take a next step in her career because she's a radio girl you know through and through so and their, their their TikTok is fantastic, by the way. Like their TikTok game, Q Radio in general. Like, damn, they they hit they hit that market really well. So hold on, let me take a sip of my drink. Um. So yeah, Lexi was my uh, like next partner. In terms of DJs that left uh, before Lexi, also I want to give a shout out to Kara Erigel. Kara Erigel, who's fantastic, one of the best hosts I've probably met in my life. She's she's up there, like upper tier. Hosts. I always say, when it comes to top hosts, I think right away, I think of Ai De La Cruz. I think of Cara Erigel. I think of, well, Carla Aguas. I also think of um, Sitin Gamboa from Magic 89.9. In terms of female hosts, these are the ones that I like. I always see. Janina Chan also is, is up there. I've seen her host a few times. She's, she's actually the go-to host for a lot of events. But I haven't seen her enough to kind of really see like oh like damn she's amazing like i know she's good but i haven't seen her enough but i i've seen the the four that i just mentioned many times and they are just up there so cara erigel who who i had a great time i had a great one-on-one conversation with her in the van going to baguio because we went on an rx um i'll tell you about the rx trips in a bit but we went on an rx team bonding like the whole team not just the djs but the the staff we went to Baguio for uh, two or three nights. So Alvin was still there. I know we were roommates. And we shared a bed. <laughs> it was a big bed, though. Um, like I had a great one-to-one heart-to-heart with Carrie Argel because she was, at the time, talking about, um, I think, like, marriage and whatever. I think because she already met her now husband, Si Pao. And we were talking. I was asking, like, you know, how do you know? Like, how do you know when you're ready? And it's like it was a really great conversation. And she talked about her family, which I, you know, it's such an interesting dynamic. I don't mind to share that with you, obviously. But shout out to Kara Erigel as well. Who else have I missed? So I, I've already shouted out Tom, shouted out um, Alvin, shouted out Kara, Jay, Lexi. Who else has come and gone? Like, who's made an impact? Oh, okay, we gotta talk about Rico Robles real quick. Rico Robles, uh, mainstay at the Monster. Rico Robles is a uh, he is a larger than life personality, and I think he would admit that himself. You know, I don't. I'm, that's not a knock on him. I think that's just how he really is. And you know, Rico was is was really supportive of me uh, ever since day one. And uh, you know, he's the every, even until now. Like he, he says, you know, if you ever need anything, call me. You know, I've never called him up for anything, but I, I'd like to think that 
if I needed something, uh, he would pull through for me. And I think that's just, that's just, you know, how he's been towards me. And I even, I asked for his advice, um, when it came to like, you know, what should I do in the future? And he said, you know, just follow, you know, he, he made me believe in myself, I guess. That's, I think that's, that's what a great thing about if he really likes you and he believes in you, he'll tell you. Cause I know if he doesn't like you, he'll tell you he doesn't like you either. <laughs> so I like to believe in like, he's a, he's a no filter kind of guy. And I respect that a lot. Uh, because, you know, there, there's a lot of people who, you know, are very pretentious and, and hide how they feel. But I think he's just, he has the confidence to always just say what is on his mind. And he's he's always been supportive of me. So, Rico Robles, thank you for that. Carla Aguas, his partner. Carla, I met, uh, you know, she was one of the first people I met because I met her at the Halloween party for RX. And I was taking over kind of, well, no, no. she Rico was in the morning after. I'll tell you about Rico in a bit, but... Yeah, Carla had just moved to the shift with Rico because Rico came in. So I met Carla um, at the Halloween party, and she she was you know super kind to me. And, and throughout the years, even though we, because we would meet each other when I was with Alvin because she was ten to one p.m. I was one to four p.m. So in the hour before, I would always be there at lunchtime. You know, I would I would kick it with with Carla and Rico, and Carla and Alvin are super close up until now. Uh, like Carla was one of Alvin's bridesmaids, for example, or was was one of the bridesmaids at his wedding for Angela, his his now wife. Uh, but yeah, Carla and I we, we we would talk about just random shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I just want to say like a big shout out to Carla because well, she's always been nice to me, and she 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 taught me the ropes when it came to like hosting. I didn't know that hosting could be a career because I didn't know anything about when I, when I became a radio DJ. I didn't know anything about the MC hosting scene. And she, she was the first one to kind of lay the groundwork for me. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Cause I, when I got an inquiry one time, I said, Carla, you do hosting, right? Can you tell me, like, how do I price myself? What do I do? Like, how do I get more of these? And she really helped me out. And uh, up until now, you know, we're still, we're still really good friends. Every time we see each other, it's always, you know, hey. So shout out to Carla. Aguas. Um, trying to think before i move on to like the the newer comers rika g of course yeah you know hala hala show enough can be said about rika g uh i pitched a an idea for an online show before with her before hala hala show this was before hala hala show and i said you know it, i always saw potential in rika g i for some reason i was like damn she she's got what it takes man like people are are drawn to her she's got the talent and rika and i we we were on the same length same wavelength like enough enough said about that you know you listen to how show you already know we're already in tune we like the same shit we hate the same stuff <laughs> uh and i'm just really thankful that i got to meet probably my my best friend on radio right i mean my best friend now but i met her through radio right so you know without rx that would have been possible um and then hazel and chico we gotta talk about them real quick uh, and Marky, I guess, uh, as well, to, uh, because Marky came in later. But Chico was was there every morning at 5.30 a.m. without fail, even earlier sometimes because he was never late. And I didn't know Chico at the time. Everyone who listened to radio, who listens to RX, they are they worship Chico Garcia, right? I didn't know anything about him. But I, I, but I, I would talk to him about comic books. And, and he was so down to earth. And I was like, this, this guy, it was like so unassuming. I don't know if that's the right term. But when people meet Chico Garcia, they like, they like, it's like meeting, B, it's like meeting BDS, meeting, meeting. It's like meeting BTS for some, some army. 
they're like, oh my god, it's Chico Garcia. Like I was so like I remember some rushers came in. I was just ending my shift, and some rushers were there early, and they were like fanboying and fangirling over Chico. I was like, holy shit, this guy is a big deal. <laughs> and <coughs> uh, but I I I really love like Chico. Like he has no ego. Like he is. And I, I taught him. Here's my fondest memory. You can ask him about it. All right. Go tweet him or next time you see him in person, ask him. I taught him how to use copy paste the shortcuts on his MacBook. He did not know how to do uh, Apple C or whatever the command C, command V, you know, control C, control V on Windows, right? He didn't know how to do that. He was literally highlighting, right clicking, clicking cut, clicking, right clicking, clicking paste. I was like, Chico, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, but then I, I I came to know because I didn't know anything about the monster before I came in. I came to know the the gravity and the impact that the Morning Rush had, especially the Chico Delamar years, and then even with Gino too. And I was like, wow, this man's a professional, and he's never late. Out of the you know, I don't want to drop any DJs under a bus, but every year at the year end party, there are only two or three DJs that make the list of rarely late, where we get a cash bonus for being rarely late. It was Carla Aguas, me, and Chico Garcia. And it was usually a competition between me and Chico. One year, I beat Chico. I was less late than he was throughout the year. Uh, <laughs> so Chico Garcia, Hazel, Hazel, Hazel Naman, Hazel Hari, Hazel Aguilon. I met her when she was doing Wild and Wicked and I was doing the Daily Survey. But then she got promoted to the Morning Rush. But Hazel and I were neighbors. If you didn't know that, we were we lived next to each other. Like her building is a stone's throw away from mine and she and hazel uh is the first person to introduce me into the the foodie world she connected me with reese who's now one of my best friends as well from the foodie station uh but yeah hazel is really just super dope like all around i I love that she loves hip-hop and she's really passionate about her job and she is like a fantastic dj i listen to her segue just listen to her when she when she's the one she's the one on board for the morning rush for the most uh when well, pre-pandemic, she was on board. Just listen, listen. She she has an ear, man, and she has a voice. And I just want to shout out Hazel. Marky came in later, uh, but Marky is really kind to me. Really, 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 like, really, really just just so down to earth as well. And, you know, ego. Because he's Marky Strome, bro. He's a big guy, big name. He's thousands and thousands of followers. He's wealthy beyond belief, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> But, you know, he's just been really nice to me as well. And it's always, you know, it's always a good time when hanging out with him. And he has the craziest stories. Again, I won't tell you his crazy stories, but he has the craziest stories, bro. I'll tell you right now. Uh, and then Nikki. Nikki came in a few years later. Who now I think are... Yeah, yeah. Nikki came in after a string of, I would call, flameouts. We had a bunch of DJs that we hired who just didn't really make the cut. Or they, they gave up or they left. But Nikki came through, and Nikki and I bonded a lot because she's from San Diego, uh, or she came from San Diego. She studied there, I think. And we, and her her pies and her cookies are bomb. By the way, go order from Hot Tub Bakery. But Nikki is is for me like out of because there were a lot of failed DJs that came between her and who was before her. I guess was it me? Oh no, MJ. Oh, I got to shout out MJ too before MJ, um, and. Yeah, so shout out to Nikki who, you know, who made the cut and has been sticking with it for, I think, three years now. MJ, I got shout out MJ, my girl Mai. Uh, she came, she was the DJ that came after me. 
And she did the morning after for long, way longer than me. She did it for like almost two years, I think, or a year and a half, two years. Probably the second longest next to Alvin. And my, what I loved about her is that she, she on the weekends, she would just, she would work hard on the weekend. Not that I didn't work hard on the weekend, but she worked hard on the weekends, man. And she was there through and through. She was there all the time. No matter what time slot they put her, excuse me, put her in. She never complained. And, you know, I respect that about her. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that she had to leave the monster as well this year. But I'm happy that I met her. And, and we're going to, you know, she got me that sex book audio uh, gig. <laughs> so thanks for the sex book, my... Uh, and then, of course, my, my last partner on air. Uh, actually, I had two more partners before, after Lexi. Chino, my boy Chino, who got me into crypto. All right. Thanks, Chino boy, for getting me into Axie Infinity. Uh, we were only partners. And then this was just remotely, too. We never par- were on air together in this booth. This is only for maybe a month or two. We did it remotely. We did pre-recordings. But Chino's my boy. Uh, and then Rhea Rams, uh, my last partner on air. Rhea Rams, who I trained as a student job. And I remember I was like, this girl could probably make it. I didn't tell her that right away. I didn't want her ego to get big. But eventually down the line, I, I was, I, I vouched for her, uh, to the bosses. And I said, sirs, you know, if you're going to look into getting a student job, I think Rhea Rams is the one. And I think she's proven herself, uh, you know, accordingly. So, and I, she, I think she has a bright future. She's big on TikTok, by the way. Check her out. R-I-A-R-A-M-Z. Rhea Rams is, is the one uh, who who's like out of all the DJs, she's the she's the youth there. So she she hit the TikTok market well, you know, with some thirst traps and dance videos. <laughs> but you know, she's got talent. I read around. She's and she's she's Kenkoi, and I you know I'm gonna miss her a lot as well. So I think that covers my the DJs, right? I think it does. Memories wise, we let's talk about the memories real quick, and then I'll I'll also segue to the staff as well. So the staff. You know, I met a lot of cool staff members throughout the years. Um, my girl, Mayan, who stayed with me last night, she stayed after work to say goodbye to me because it's the last time I'd see her physically. Mayan, who up until this day, I still don't know what her job description is. Actually, most of the staff, I don't know what the hell they do. I know they do stuff, all right? I'm not saying they don't, they don't do anything, but I don't know what they do because I'm so, I don't, I don't ask. I never ask them. I just know they do something with like the ads and the commercials and the clients and whatever, but I have no idea up until now what the hell they do. But to Mayan, who, you know, was, was super kind to me from day one. Uh, her, her nickname for me is baby boy because that's, I, I, when I came in, man, I was a baby boy. She has a video of me singing at a video at a karaoke for RX before. Oh my God. I am a baby boy. I'm Payatko. I look like I'm 20 years old. I wish I could show you guys, but this video is, is, is uh, crazy. <laughs> but man, who has been super nice to me since the start. She's a great dancer. She always kills it at the Christmas parties. And I would see her every day. Every day, I'd see her more than, you know, my family because I, I was there every day during work hours, office hours when I was already with Alvin and she was there Monday through Friday. So shout out to my girl, man. I met uh, also Steffi, who was our graphic designer. Steffi and, and Cookie, who became our digital um, marketing or no, digital uh, person. And Cookie, you know, Cookie's really been cool to me as well. And I'm really happy for And I think she's now with Q Radio, right? She's with Q Radio now with Lexi and they're doing great things with their content. So I'm proud of her. 
and maybe some like lesser th- if any rx djs know or like listen to this like tam tam who was our di- our, our uh he was our tech guy he 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 was really like i was like damn this guy is smart shout out to tam tam and of course the technicians to kuya to kuya albert you know to earl to to j mark who came in at the same time as me uh these guys work harder than anybody in, in the office because they're there every like they're pre-pandemic they were there six days a week during the pandemic they stayed there like they were there when we were automated they were the ones putting the stungs in the computer shout out to the techs the technicians uh who've been there ever since ever and there are some technicians who are there you know honestly i forget their names the first two because they left kind of early after after i came in but they were there also middle of the night um every every day every day Pinakamasipag na tao sa RX, the, the technicians. Uh, of course, shout out to, to Paeng, Rafael P. Reyes, who has been my mentor since I came in. He's a fantastic writer, fantastic speaker. Uh, he passed on, heard on Thursdays to me, and of course, he's, he's one of my greatest friends now. And we're going to watch a lot of movies. I know Paeng listens to this podcast, so I have to make it extra sweet. <laughs> um, so yeah, Paeng to Sir Louis, to Sir Louis. Who's the first guy that he's the boss? He's my boss, right? He's got a voice like countdown top seven. Like his voice was so deep and booming. At first can be intimidating, but he's been nothing but kind to me um, since I started. You know, he's just really just a nice guy. <laughs> goofy guy sometimes. Like, you wouldn't expect it. He's a goofy guy sometimes. And he wears the coolest, cool, coolest shoes. So shout out to Sir Louie. To Ati Mitch, my accountant, who charges me every year. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Ati Mitch, who is my accountant, and her sister who works there too. See, Veron, who is a part of like the marketing or whatever. I see, I don't know what anyone else does, right? Um, but shout out to them. They've been, it's always fun when I, I hang out with them, especially during the company trips. With, uh, uh, and of course, to Sir Rafi Barrero and to the Barreros in general who hired me in the first place. You know, without them, I wouldn't have had this life changing job. So I'm thankful for, for all of them. Who else did I miss? I mean, there's a lot of staff members who, you know, I, I, I you know, I, I jive with Kuya Piwi and, uh, you know, Sina Carly and Nina who were part of the marketing team before they bounced. Uh, and we all went on trips together. I, I went on two company trips abroad. First one was to t- uh, Taiwan. The second one was to Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam was just right before the pandemic. And those were like experiences that I, you know, because it was my first time to either of those countries and I, it was paid for, which was great. We had an allowance, which was great. But just to, to, to do that with, with the people that you work with was really cool. Cause I've never been on a work trip outside of a country before. I've been on work trips before, I think. And I was, wait, have I? No, I've been on school trips. No, I've never been on a work trip. I lie. I, this is the first time I've been on a work trip with, with coworkers. So that, that was really, yeah, memories, man. So it goes Jason Mraz, Vietnam, Taiwan. Those are the like the top memories for me when it comes to like I got to do that. That's crazy. But the the real memory really exists in working there, I think. Just you know, is um I never knew what I I I was meant to do when I first came out here. Like I was really you know, searching for something and they gave me a purpose um in life a purpose you know to make people happy to speak and tell stories and it was really just incredible it's 
been an incredible five years, man. I feel like I'm about to cry. <laughs> um, and I, and I guess the question, I mean, the co- question being asked of me now is, why are you leaving? Well, if, if you, like you said, JC, this job changed your life and it's something that you love doing, then why are you leaving? Is it because of money? Is it because of you're moving to another station? No, it's not. I want to go on the record and say it's not, A, I'm not moving to another station. You know, if I'm going to go back to it, if ever, I would probably go back to the monster because that's, that's who I am. I'm a monster. Uh, is it about money? No, I think I'm pretty financially comfortable, uh, even without the salary from rx uh the reason why i'm leaving is because uh i think that there are other plans in my life that i've yet to accomplish and one i guess one difficult aspect of working on radio is that it's really a, a commitment it's a public you know i guess it's like a public service right it's a it's a commitment to being there for your audience every day uh including holidays Six days a week, pre, this pre-pandemic, uh, six days a week. So there are no, there was no time when I would get two days off in a row. So I didn't really have weekends. And, um, you know, it's kind of hard to pursue other goals that you have in life with, uh, with that kind of commitment to the job. And I don't regret committing to the job for five years because I loved it so much. But now, uh, I feel like since I dedicated my, you know, my time and my life to something, for so long, you know, I don't know if five years is long, but for me, it feels like a long time. I want to this time dedicate a time to myself. I know it sounds very Oprah, right? It sounds very Oprah of me to say I need to kind of find out more about my what I want for my myself now. But that's what it is. And you know, I'm forever, forever thankful for the experience that I've had at on radio and I think that's I, I think that's I'm gonna carry that with me, you know? Because I didn't have a passion or a purpose before I got into radio. But now that I've found a passion and purpose, the vehicle I think is just changing. But the purpose and passion remain the same. I think that's the best way I can put it. So when I got onto radio I realized that my passion is to entertain people and to, to, you know, to tell stories as Alvin, Alvin's the one who told me like he loves telling stories. I was like, you know what? I do too. I love telling stories. I love, I love making people smile, making people laugh. I, I like it. I like making people feel good when they, when they hear me talk about stuff. And then it kind of gravitated towards social media in a way, uh, you know, on Instagram, people follow me on Instagram because I used to, you know, I used to post entertaining stuff, good, funny posts, People enjoyed my IG vlogs. People enjoyed my stories. I'd like to think I'm, I'd like to think that's why people follow me, right? Uh, and I like doing that because I like entertaining people. But I don't think I would have really discovered that had I not worked at the monster. And now, moving forward, my plans that I've, you know, I'm speaking into existence is I want to be a full-time content creator. But I'm still bringing with me the lessons that I learned in the five years at Monster RX 93.1. And I think that's a good way to end this, the podcast, you know, before I, uh, cause I'm going to cry tomorrow. Tomorrow's my last day, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Uh, right? Wednesday. So please listen. I'll go on live. But yeah, I'll probably say the same thing. You guys get like a little preface right here of, of what I'm going to say. 
tomorrow. I haven't actually thought about because you know I, I never really write down what I'm gonna say. Uh, that's a skill that the you know being on radio has taught me. Like I just talk freely, and it's the first time I kind of said it right now because I even up until now I was still. I still didn't really have a good answer as to why I was leaving. You know, you, you love the job so much. You know, you, you like doing it. Why are you leaving? I haven't really had the answer until right now. That's why I do this podcast, right? I like It helps me, you know, think. <laughs> think without thinking, right? Uh, very Bruce Lee, you know. But yeah, the vehicle is changing. But the the passion and hope that I have found through radio will still exist in my new body of work. So once again, I ask you to support not just the podcast. You know, this podcast isn't making me any money right now, but it, it's, 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 uh, you know, in the plans, hala hala, we make a little bit of cash on the side, but I really plan to up my game on social media, Instagram, YouTube, even TikTok. But this is down the line. Right? I don't want you to expect that as soon as I'm done working tomorrow, that by December I'm gonna have content and shit coming out. No, I'm gonna work on myself first. I'm gonna work on my body. I'm gonna go back to the gym. I'm gonna take a long break where I just play Call of Duty Warzone because the new map's coming out. Right? I'm gonna play Call of Duty Warzone for a few months and just work out and eat healthy and maybe go, you know, maybe a little side travels. But when the pandemic, because I'm waiting for the pandemic to fucking end, where you don't have to stick a fucking, you know. Uh, cotton bud in your nose to go somewhere you know if people you know just once we get the vaccines out and rolling which i hope is soon you know hopefully herd immunity is achieved before this new fucking variant comes right and ruins everything again but i'm gonna travel the philippines and then I, and then the content will come and then but everything that i want to do now is because of what i learned on radio and with that, that's my final note. Thank you so much to Monster RX 93.1 for giving me, uh, for changing my life. And there's no other way to really define it other than a life changing opportunity, a life changing job where I made lifelong friends and discovered a lifelong passion. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm almost going to cry, man. Um, and to anyone who listens to this podcast, I really appreciate it if you made it all the way through. I know it's not, I don't know how many people like would care about my stories about RX, but this was more for me, right? <laughs> I'm selfish. This is my, this is my podcast for myself. If I want to listen back on it, you know, in five years time when I've made it as a big content tile, you know, content created, like I'll be like, you guys can listen to this episode. This is the episode I said, I declared my future and I thank my past. So take it easy. Uh, if you have any questions, if you want to message me, um, please do on the podcast Instagram, Tevez of the Best. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And hopefully I see you tomorrow on my last day. And I'll catch you all. Say it with me. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.